Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Jay Taylor versus Mark Briscoe kicked off this week's episode of Ring of Honor TV. Like a land of fun toys. Also, hello, my friends. My name is Simon from What Culture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. And you know the deal by now. We get some wrestling on television. I watch it and I just wiggle my finger around and I give you my opinion. And if you don't agree, I mean this. That's great. Taylor was in full on oh my gosh mode because he said something along the lines of I'm going to beat you like I used to beat your brother Jay. So, of course, Mark was like, nope, I didn't enjoy that. He started to kick the crap out of Shane. I mean, he totally went to town on this guy, but I kind of think that was Taylor's plan. He suckered him, him, and bam, hit a stutter. Mark is so damn crazy, though, he was still doing all of this stuff on the floor when he set up that chair to do his chair dive. And I was like, it is way too early to do that. I was right, and he got murked. I mean, he just got his head taken off with a clothesline, and because Shane Taylor is the much bigger dude, he then started to beak on Mark Briscoe. But you know the deal with a professional wrestler, especially a good guy pro wrestler. If you go for one of your big moves early on and you don't get it, later on you will go for it again and kablamo, you will be successful. That's exactly what happened. He got the chair, round two, yes. They really did get into it too and it went far longer than I was expecting. Shane went for a big old package pile driver at one point when Mark Briscoe decided, actually, even though you are somewhat of a giant, I am going to hit you with a J-driller, I tell you. This was pretty damn impressive. It was essentially what would happen if you actually tried to do a J-driller on somebody in real life. I thought that was a great ending. Nigel McGuinness on commentary lost his mind as well. And they were all nice to each other afterwards too. I am giving it up. Also pretty sure that Claudio Castagnoli is going to pick Wheeler Utah as his partner when he goes after the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles. Because here, those two were teaming up. And if it does turn out to be Brian Danielson or something, I'm going to find Claudia and go, well, that was stupid. Why do you get experience with wheels? They were taken on Rhett Titus and Tracy Williams too. And incredibly, they actually had the upper hand to begin with. They were beating up on Wheeler Utah. And even when Claudio got the tag, they had his number as well. And I was like, man, we must be in the Phantom Zone. When the hell does this ever happen? And they also used the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, but they only got a two. And a small part of me, my dark side, was like, ha ha, we should have done it. This is when Titus and Tracy were proving that I guess they were the superior tag team, at least for a little while, because they were doing combos, they were utilising tags. Now, obviously, the real shame here is that they were never going to win... I mean, it just stands to reason. It's the BCC. Eventually, Utah started to chop block these people too, because as ever, if you can't stand, you can't wrestle. On the real turning point is when Wheels took his finger 
and he poked Williams right in the eye. That allowed Claudio to zoom in and hit the Sagat uppercut, although he still didn't shout Tiger. I mean, I'm waiting for it one day. When Wheeler Uta got on the top rope, Castagnoli grabbed him and just threw him onto Williams for the one, two, three. That happened a lot in this episode of Ring of Honor. Everybody loves being a human projectile. Still, this was very good. And when we do get these two taking on the Lucha Brothers, well, I think that's going to be superb. Up. And then all these good matches continued too. For it was Blake Christian versus Samoa Joe for the ROH TV title. What we really need to discuss is that there is a rumor out there that says CM Punk has pitched for his AEW return feud to take on Samoa Joe. Now look, I'm an old man. I remember everything they did back in 2005. And I'm going to stare straight into your eyes and tell you this. I need it. Otherwise, this was exactly what you would expect with the big man being powerful and the not so big man being flippy dippy doodah. Although this also suffered from the fact that Samoa Joe was never going to lose. Honestly, somebody could come in here and put a gun to my head. And I said, look, there's no worries here. I'm not even stressed. Samoa Joe will win. And I know my life would be saved. Christian also tried to work over Samoa's leg, maybe because he'd watched the last match. He was like, oh, that's a good plan. But ultimately, it was his 2023 wrestling style that caught up with him. It's actually a really good finish, too. Because he led to the top rope and he was all like, 450 splash. I mean, he didn't shout that. That would be absolutely ridiculous. When Joe looked at him, he was like, nope, you're not doing that. He smashed him with the muscle buster, uno, dos, tres. We were also told that Samoa Joe was about to pass 400 days as the Ring of Honor TV champion. So wrestling is just out of control now. Do you remember like a few years ago where it was like hot potato, hot potato, hot potato when it came to the belts? Well, now it's you must hold it until the end of time. I think we could probably find a nice middle ground. This was good. Up. The Varsity Athletes and the Trust Busters were then backstage as Mark Sterling told us, look, we have all come together. One, because I managed them all, but also two, we don't like the Dark Order. And to be fair, the Dark Order have been struggling recently because of all the infighting courtesy of the Righteous. And if you like that story, it was about to blow up. This was very well-timed too because Dutch and Vincent then did come out for a match against the Infantry. And who was there to join them to watch on? It was Stu Grayson, because clearly he was all like, well, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, because they'd been watching his matches, so now he was going to watch theirs. And I suppose that is intimidating. I'm just going to look at you. Now, Charlie Bravo and Sean Dean were able to get some offense in there, and as I always say, they're an underrated tag team and need more. But ultimately, we did this so the Righteous could get another win. I mean, it was over pretty quickly. Dutch and Vincent did hit this awesome boss man slam, though, when they hit the finisher, which is known... As Autumn Sunrise. <laughs> it's like you can't have a finisher called Autumn Sunrise. That's not threatening. That makes me feel lovely jubbly. Afterwards, they went up to Grayson as well and was all like, oh, you're one of us. So maybe he does leave the Dark Order to join them. I mean, who the hell knows? As I always tell you, I actually think ROH will benefit from more stories. So the fact we've got this one is all okay by me. Eh, did its job. Up. When the Renegades were back in Ring of Honor, and as I've told you a thousand times... I like these two a lot. They have potential. ROH must know this as well because they do continue to feature them more and more. And this week it was Robin taking on Ver Vixen. Now Vixen had a good plan here because she was like, well, I'm going to slam your face right into the floor. But given that Charlotte was at ringside and I suppose didn't share her face feelings, what? She distracted the referee. <laughs> you know what happens when somebody casts distraction. Robin was like, oh, sweet. I'm taking advantage. So she flew in with a drop kick, although Vert actually turned that around right away and just booted her right in the face. I was like, oh, man, here we go, wrestling tennis. She also hit a flatliner for the two. And when you break that down, it means she lined her flat. 
I tell you, wrestling moves don't make any sense. It basically was her last hurrah though, because Robin was done with it after this, and she applied this abdominal stretch when she turned it into a submission that I think was called the Ground Cobra. Honestly, it was hilarious. She took her leg and was essentially choking Vert Vixen at the same time. I never think I've seen that before. And obviously Vixen had to tap out. So it was solid stuff as always. And I tell you, if AEW ever starts a women's tag team division properly, they should get the Renegades up there right away because they're only going to benefit with working with people that have more experience with them. That's just a metaphor for life. I'm a big fan though. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Gates of Agony were then backstage with Prince Nana. And as their name suggests, they weren't happy. You can't be in a group called Gates of Agony and be walking around going, oh my gosh, I'm so joyful. Also, a gate can't be in agony. It's an inanimate object. They were meant to be fighting Dalton Castle's boys later too, when Dalton walked in and was like, well, that match isn't happening, is it? Because they're in the hospital, local medical facility, because you guys beat them up and you know it. This is when Prince Nana was like, look, stop all these shenanigans. It's got nothing to do with this, and why don't you fly away? And as soon as Castle had left, he revealed one of the boys' masks as if to go, ha, 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 we are guilty. Who else does that? Imagine you robbed a bank, police come, uh, did you rob a bank? No, I didn't. They leave, and then you just go, ha, 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 as you flash the cash, you deserve to be arrested. And then amazingly, we got the battle of the Max. This is exactly what I wanted. Because it was Willie Mac versus Ninja Mac in the return of the Mac. And very kindly, I appreciated this. The crowd chanted, we want Mac. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm home. It was power versus speed too, which of course meant very early on we did get a dive because it's 2023 wrestling. And if you don't do a dive, everybody ceases to be. Ninja did hit this amazing twisto tornado splash thingamajig though, but Willie Mac is no slouch either. And even though he is more of a power guy, he still hit this standing moonsault. And I'm sorry, given how big he is, that is super duper impressive. They were then both duking it out for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, but sadly, much like earlier, this didn't work. And I was like, man, what are you doing? You're reducing the devastating counter. When Ninja Mac jumped to the top rope, he leapt off, Willie Mac caught him, basically threw him in the air, hit a bomb of power, and got the one, two, three. So that gets a massive round of applause. 
That was a great finish. And I tell you, this was just a fun match. And as I always tell you, if you're just looking for some good old wrestling, you should watch this So It's so damn easy. Up. Which is when the embassy had another squash match. I mean, these guys. They were taking on Adam Priest, Lucky Ali, and Victor Benjamin. So straight away, you're like, well, no offense, but I haven't heard of you guys. So you are going to get absolutely killed. And yeah, they got absolutely killed. Especially because the embassy are all massive. It's like three walls walking out. It also ended when Khan and Leona basically threw these two people into each other. I mean, one was on the floor, another one just got flattened, which ties into the human projectile thing from earlier. One, two, three, and we were done. But I will tell you this. Given that we have this House of Black Trios challenge going on on Dynamite, I think that would be a fantastic match because you get big men slapping man meat. Also, this was the only squash match on Ring of Honor, so it had such a bigger impact... That's smart. Up. It also seems like we're going to give Carl Fletcher somewhat of a singles push. Good. I like it. Because he was taking on Tony Deppen and they had a really good dynamic here. Because Carl Fletcher is really tall and Tony Deppen isn't as tall. So they just played into it. So the Aussie Open man did use his power to begin with. Although he was selling his ribs because he's had so many hardcore matches recently. He's all like, oh, oh my midsection. Deppen knew this. So not only did he go after the stomach area, but he worked over the legs as well. Because this is what everyone was doing when he tried to hit the best suplex on TV. Do you know what Carl did? <laughs> he hit him with a suplex instead. Then absolutely smashed him with this half and half suplex that made me go, oh my gosh. But this too was wrestling tennis. Because all of a sudden, Tony Deppen was doing an over-the-top stunner. And I was like, this is pretty good. We also got a massive dive, and I have to be that guy again. Once again, this did suffer. Because you knew Carl Fletcher wasn't going to lose. We've just set him up as Orange Cassidy's next opponent. So imagine we got here and just flushed that down the toilet. What a waste of time it would be. The finish was still really good, though, because Tony ran in there with this massive knee and cracked Carl in the skull. When I think Fletcher woke up and went, wait, no, I want to win. He smashed out the Mishinoko driver and he got the three. Now, look, the Mishinoko driver should be a finishing move. You are taking somebody's skull and you're crashing it into the mat. So more of that and it's getting it up. When AR Fox also got a win... My gosh. So I rang my friend in hell, which is a terrible thing to say. And he told me, no, it hasn't frozen over down here. Because most of the time when you do see Fox, he is taking a big old L. Here he was taking on Anthony Henry as well, which meant, of course, JD Jake was at ringside. So this actually turned the table on other things that happened on this evening. I watched the whole thing going, well, AR Fox is going to get screwed over. And then he didn't. Fox was also able to hit a bunch of dives because, of course, 2023 wrestling. But eventually, Henry just beat him up for ages. It got to the point I was a little bit like, man, I think we should stop this. He's already dead. I mean, Fox got thrown into the ring post. He got thrown into the ring apron, which is the hardest part of the ring. When they did get back in the squared circle, Henry actually grabbed his head and it looked like he was trying to break his neck. I was like, man, I think they may have forgot what wrestling is. AR is just such a good baby face, though, because he always fights from underneath. And as he always does, he starts smashing out these cutters. And you get so damn excited. And after he had taken out all the workhorse men, whatever their amazing tag team name is, he hit the 450, he got the three. And I like to think he went in the back after and went, see, Blake Christian, that's how you do it. He definitely has something to him, though. And I actually think we can do more with him. So fingers crossed we will. Especially because we did get some aftermath. Because these two jumped him afterwards because they are assholes. When Shane Taylor arrived, I was like, oh, thank goodness he's going to make the save. But he didn't. And he joined in with the assault. It absolutely got better after this, though. Because not only did FTR make an appearance and everybody went crazy. 
All of a sudden, Eddie Kingston was here too. I was like, wait a minute, he's only just come back from surgery. He was able to chase Henry back in the ring, though, where he was able to get hit with the big rig. I suppose we could do something with all of these teams, and that would be fine. So this was an unexpected treat. I like it when the big, big, big stars come on down. When we got the Dark Order taking on the Trust Busters and the Varsity Athletes, which makes all the sense in the world... They don't like each other. Now, thankfully, the Dark Order won here because they have been losing a lot recently. But the real smart point is, even though they were victorious, we were still able to get a narrative in there where I was like, oh, man, wait a minute. I think they're going to fall out with Stu Grayson. No. It's also tied right into the match itself because Evil Uno and Stu did have a little bit of miscommunication. And that never happens. Now, they were able to get back on the same page where they did hit the fatality. But this is when Alex Reynolds, who admittedly was the legal man, quite literally shoved Stu Grayson out the ring so he could make the pin. But Stu was a bit like, it's a bit harsh, man. You could have calmed it down. He wasn't wrong. So this is actually operating under the radar quite nicely and asked the question, is Stu Grayson going to join the Righteous? Maybe he does and maybe he doesn't. But do not break up the Dark Order properly. Wouldn't be able to handle that. I think they're great. Also, Sonny Kiss was in this. And when Sonny Kiss is in a match, we always have to shout them out because they absolutely rock. Giving it up. Which is when we did get to the main event, which was for the Ring of Honor women's title. And it was totally awesome. It was also Athena versus Sky Blue. And as we talked about last week, I thought there was the opportunity here to do a round one, which would be a proving ground match because Athena's been doing loads of them. Have Sky Blue win when you did get to the title match and then Sky Blue loses. Instead, we just got here. But am I going to moan? No, because they totally kicked ass. I mean, they were just rocking each other with strikes to begin with, like they were actually going to break bones. And Athena's aggressive streak is so damn good. When she does fire up, she just goes crazy. Saying that, though, she did try to hit a head scissors, which is when Sky Blue just cartwheeled out of it. And I was like, oh, man, here we go. And then Athena booted her right in the head and got mad at the referee. <laughs> like, you've got anger problems. Because she was so wound up, though, all of a sudden Sky Blue did hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. And I tell you, I must have bought into this one a kind of bit on it. Athena then wanted to use Simba the Steel Steps, but that got reversed, meaning the champ went into them instead... <laughs> When they were fighting on the stage. I was like, man, this isn't even a pay-per-view and they're going bonkers. Allowed Athena to super kick Sky off the damn thing when they got back into the ring. And they were fighting over surprise roll-ups. So I checked my list and I was like, yeah, they're ticking every single damn box. It was always going to come down to Skyfall if Sky Blue was going to win. But very sadly, James Bond wasn't in the building this evening. Because when she went from it, Athena got out of the way and she hit two wastelands. That's right, not one. It takes two, baby. Amazingly, Sky Blue kicked out. That was really good. We then went pure WrestleMania because both of these guys were hitting the other person's finishing move, which is always sold like, oh, it's the biggest insult I've ever seen, which doesn't make any sense because surely a good maneuver is a good maneuver. When Athena powerbombed Sky Blue into Simba the Still Steps. And again, I was like, fair play, man. You have gone all out. We also had this incredible ending because Athena was able to look in the crossface and Blue just fought and fought and fought. And for the slightest second, I thought she was going to get out of it. But then essentially Athena moved into a camel clutch instead. And as the Iron Sheik was going, that's the way to do it, Sky Blue had to tap out. But she lost nothing here. In fact, she gained even more of my respect. Whatever that means. The champ then pretended she was going to adhere to the Code of Honor, where she smacked the shib out of Sky Blue with that title, which is he want to do. But yeah, this is one of the best things that Ring of Honor has done ever since they have come back to television. I enjoyed it greatly. Fabulous main event. Athena rocks. Sky Blue keeps getting better and better and better. 
giving it an up. So as always, it's all ups and no downs just because Ring of Honor tells you what they're going to do and then they do it. So I'm going to be a negative Nancy. I suppose I could do, but what's the point? Feels like a waste of time. So the show gets an up. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's Ring of Honor. Like the video, share the video and subscribe. Click a video on the screen and make sure you watch all the ups and downs just to please me, if nothing else. That's probably a bad thing to ask for. Visit whatculture.com and you can follow us at WhatCultureWWE and Simon Miller 316 on social media. My name is Simon WhatCulture. Thank you very much for watching me as always. You take care of yourself. See you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.